0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Following Thursday's Conservative Party leadership debate and the accusations that candidates leveled at each other, differences within the Conservative Party of Canada, as well as animosities among leadership candidates, appeared increasingly to be going public. And uh, interestingly, this past week, Global News was reporting There may be as many as 500,000 members eligible to vote for the new party leader, who will be announced on the 10th of September. Last time in uh, 2020, it was 249,000 members. Now, uh, we could be at 500,000. What disappointed me as far as this uh, debate was concerned was that the, the leadership aspirants, the candidates had a lot to say to each other. They were challenging one another. And yet the moderators kept saying, rebuttals to come. Hang on, don't rebut now, you can rebut later. What happens is the flow is interrupted, the conversation comes to a halt. When you get back to the rebuttal, whenever that happens to be, you almost don't remember what the point was that you were making because you're so engaged and involved. One of the more interesting exchanges was between Dr. Leslin Lewis and Pierre Polyev. And Dr. Lewis joins us on the program now. Dr. Lewis, thank you for taking the time. How did you assess that debate?
1: Well, I assessed it from my perspective, which I thought that I did very well. I executed my position and I was able to call out people that I didn't feel were being forthright with their position.
0: Okay, so there are clear differences, clear, among candidates, and, and that became very evident. There was much challenging going on, and you certainly challenged the perceived front runner, Pierre Polyev. Where does much Polyev fail as far as you're concerned?
1: Let me ask you that first. Well, I, I think it's very important that people, that candidates, are upfront with what their positions are. If you're going to lead this country, you have to lead for everyone. You have to be able to engage all different perspectives. And hiding who you are, hiding what you believe in, is not going to go over with your opponents and with the Liberals. They are going to be able to extract from you what your positions are. So it doesn't really matter what your viewpoint is on a certain issue. You just need to be confident and courageous enough to articulate it. Not everybody's going to agree with you on the position, but Canadians need to know where you stand.
0: Yeah. It's about honesty. It's about understanding. It's about believing the candidate, whether it's at the constituency level or at the national level, you have to believe what the candidate is saying in order for that candidate to earn your vote. Why should Canadians consider Dr. Leslie Lewis to be the best candidate for Prime Minister of Canada?
1: because I will give our party the best chance to win. Not only that, I believe that it's very important that the next leader is able to build bridges, bring people together. Our country is in trouble, and many people are crying out for hope and for opportunity. We need somebody with not only parliamentary experience, but a real-life experience that can relate to the average Canadian that understands what it means to build a business, understand what it means to create wealth, understand what it means to maybe not be able to know where their next meal is coming from, standing in a grocery line and not knowing if their debit card is going to go through, not someone who's had a paycheck their whole life, someone who's struggled and made it from the bottom up and can relate to Canadians and then help build this country back. Right now, our country is being run by a minority of woke politicians. The, the minor woke population is ruling over the majority, the silent majority. And we need to turn things around and give people back their power and their freedom.
0: Dr. Lewis, there is a perceived divide, probably a, a real divide among conservatives and um, Within the Conservative Party, social conservatives, others who decide to define themselves as not being social conservative, conservatives, there's a divide on uh, abortion and and, and and gay marriage. As we watch the party evolve, would you speak to that, please? How do Canadians, and you talk about uh, needing to understand that, that you're the person who can bring the country together, can you bring the party together?
1: Important that, first of all, we recognize that every voice is important. And we have, our party is a microcosm of society. So we have divergent voices. We're not a group think party. And so when we celebrate the various voices and we, we allow them to shine, I think it will build a very strong united party. With respect to the divergent perspectives, yes, I'm defined as a, as a social conservative. In my life as a, as a lawyer, I represented the LGBTQ plus community who were persecuted in their country and came to Canada fleeing persecution as refugees. Many of those people landed in Canada with my phone number in their pocket because I believe in the inherent dignity of all human beings. And so it's very important that Canadians know what you believe, what policies you will form, where you stand on issues and when we run away from that it's basically saying i I don't doubt
0: that i don't doubt that but can you bring this party together can you look we've seen uh, two leaders now that weren't able to deliver the party in such a way to canadians to have to form government and you know the jean Charest was talking about needing to satisfy the greater toronto area (laughs) maybe you have some comment on that but you have Two leaders now that were elected by the party who said they would pull the party together. They weren't able to do it to the satisfaction of Canadian voters. Can you do that?
1: I absolutely can, because I think it's important that we focus on what our strengths are, on our unified voice. When we begin from the premise that some voices need to be silent, that some perspectives need to be hidden, and we buy into this wokeism, that is when our party will continue to be divided. I have been very, very vocal in telling people who I am. And also by saying, I will formulate policies that will uplift the entire Canadian population. Everybody will prosper under my leadership. And so that's the type of voice.
0: Justin Trudeau's policies. I'm sorry to rush you, but we got started a little late. Which of Justin Trudeau's policies would you immediately address, and which of Mr. Trudeau's policies would you judge to be most harmful to Canada and Canadians?
1: Any policy that infringes our charter, Canadians never again should feel that a government can freeze their bank accounts and confiscate their property without a court order. Canadians now are facing mandates and they cannot travel because they're unvaccinated. I would immediately get rid of that. I would immediately restore Canadians to their jobs who have been discriminated against because of their vaccination status. We have ways to reasonably accommodate. I believe that we should do that.
0: All right. Now, energy exports. Let's talk about that. But before we talk about energy exports, let me just draw the attention to what Canadians are seeing today. You're seeing it as well if you're out there. You're seeing the price of gasoline just spiking. Mr. Trudeau has increased the carbon tax, intends to increase it uh, threefold by 2030. Um, what would you do about the carbon tax, about the cost of energy and our inability as a nation to export the actual fuels we have, the energy supplies we have in abundance, but we can't get them overseas. What would you do?
1: I would get rid of the carbon tax. There are more efficient ways to protect our environment without burdening average Canadians, heating their homes, filling up their gas tanks. I would repeal Bill C-48, Bill C-69 and allow Canadian energy to thrive We have the third largest accessible oil reserves on the planet. We have the most ethical and environmentally friendly standards. We should be able to get our LNG to market, offset the 40% dependency of Europe on Russian oil and enrich our country. We need to bring our supply chains home, not only in the area of oil and gas, but in food in industry we need to start producing more in canada and bring down the cost of living for everyone okay
0: very much so the truth let me ask you one more question in the time that we have left mr charay pointed several times to the greater toronto area the gta and pointed to the failure of the conservative party of canada to gain even a, a nominal number of seats in last year's election i think it was four seats out of what 54 55 And he talked about needing to be able to generate that kind of return from the GTA. When Canadians across the country hear GTA, they hear, "Oh my God, Toronto again!" How do you reconcile the power of Toronto, just by just numerically with the number of seats of parliament, with the national uh, desire to be represented? Because you know what the feeling is in some parts of the country: Toronto gets everything first, and then we get what's left. What do you say to that?
1: Well, I think. There are areas of the country, like the West, uh, the East to some extent, and, and other areas that have been completely overlooked and disrespected by Ottawa. We need to change that. We need to make sure that every Canadian feels valuable and every region feels valuable. But there is a real problem in the large urban centres for the Conservatives. We, and those areas have large immigrant populations. We need to find ways to reach out to those populations. I believe that my success story, as coming here as five at five years old, achieving the heights of a PhD, running for the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, that that success story resonates with The average immigrant family who came here, left everything behind, has strong faith values, strong family values. So I believe that I'm in a unique position to reach out to those centers and to win those areas for our party and in the general election.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you find your favorites.